Ohio State University Winter Quarter Commencement, held Sunday, March 22, 2009 at St. John Arena. 1,389 graduates received diplomas. This quarter's commencement speaker is Yvette McGee-Brown, President, Center for Child and Family Advocacy, Nationwide Children's Hospital. Welcome, uh, welcome one and all to the 387th commencement of the Ohio State University. We are pleased to have you as honored guests as this university bestows academic degrees upon today's graduates. So ladies and gentlemen, I now have the pleasure of introducing our speaker today. Yvette McGee-Brown is a Columbus native whose distinguished career has been devoted entirely to strengthening the foundations of this community. As president of the Center for Child and Family Advocacy at Nationwide Children's Hospital, she leads an effort that combines medical, caregiving, and legal professionals in the fight against child abuse and family violence. Ms. McGee-Brown's life defines service to others. She served as chief counsel of both the Ohio Department of Rehabilitation and Correction and the Ohio Department of Youth Services. Determined to make an even greater difference in the lives of troubled children, she won election to the Domestic Relations and Juvenile Division of the Franklin County Common Pleas Court in 1992. Her deep caring, compassion, and commitment are striking to all who know her, including those who appeared before her in court. One such young person told Judge McGee Brown, I never knew someone like you could care about someone like me. If it is humanely possible, Yvette McGee Brown has just one flaw, and it is this. She did not earn her bachelor's degree from The Ohio State University. <laughs> Apparently, seeing the error of her ways, however, she returned from Athens, Ohio to Columbus and earned her Juris Doctorate from the university's Moritz College of Law. Ms. McGee-Brown shares her time and expertise through service on the boards of several not-for-profit agencies as well as corporate and foundation boards. And much to our good fortune, she serves as chair of the board of directors of the Ohio State Alumni Associations. Ladies and gentlemen, please give a warm welcome to one of the most dedicated daughters of Ohio State and of this community, Yvette McGee-Brown. Wow. Thank you, President Gee. That was a wonderful introduction. I will say to you that I went to OU. It was the 70s, and you know OU was a party school. I didn't get this commitment until after I graduated from undergrad, um, which a lot of you will too. But thank God that I got out of OU in four years and saw the uh, error of my ways and came to the Ohio State University. <laughs> Two 
to the members of the board and most especially to our esteemed chair, uh, Dr. Gil Cloyd. It is my honor to be with you this afternoon and that to actually share the last commencement with our board chair. For those of you that don't have the opportunity to know him, let me tell you that he is a man of uncommon strength, grace, and humility. And we will miss you greatly with your leadership on our board of trustees. Thank you very much. And now to the proud family, friends, and graduates, it is my great honor to share with you this afternoon, and I promise to be brief. Um, I know that the main event is getting your diplomas, but let me just tell you that in thinking about what I was going to say to you this afternoon, I thought back on the graduations I've had over the course of my life, and I remember having a graduation from the newly desegregated Mifflin High School on the campus of this university at Mershon Auditorium 31 years ago. And I started thinking back to that 17-year-old girl who 31 years ago gave the class address to her high school, wondering what the future would hold. As I thought about what our world was like back then, our workplace sitcom was Laverne and Shirley. Now it's The Office. We had the Blues Brothers. For some unknown reason, you have the Jonas Brothers. <laughs> Our romantic ballad was, You Light Up My Life. The number one song today is, My Life Would Suck Without You. <laughs> Tells you a lot about how we've changed over the years. <laughs> Queen's We Will, We Will Rock You was not yet a sport anthem. And the YMCA was a new song, not the second most popular arm spelling song behind O-H-I-O. So as you think about the world when you graduated from high school and where you are today, I'm sure you see enormous changes, some good and some not so good. You and your families are grateful that your investment in higher education has allowed you to complete your degrees, but now they're all asking, will you get the job? Will you get a job? Well, let me say to you that I firmly believe that this is an exciting time to be stepping forward and seeking your place in the world. At the presidential inauguration in January, Elizabeth Alexander presented a poem which includes these lines. I know there's something better down the road. We need to find a place where we are safe. We walk into that which we cannot see, end quote. You are moving into opportunities that perhaps you cannot yet see. But let me assure you that as graduates of The Ohio State University, you are prepared for a world that is changing faster as it becomes smaller. You have the opportunity of a global perspective and unlimited reach. You can live and work abroad, you can live here and work abroad, you can communicate instantly with other cultures, your choices are many, your opportunities to innovate and create a world are great, your leadership and engagement are crucial. This economy is causing all of us to rethink what has become of our customary way of living. We now have an opportunity, whether we want it or not, to re-examine our values and whether we have been living them every day. I will confess to you that my generation has been too much caught up in acquisitions and mergers. Not only the corporate type we hear so much about on the business news, but the personal quest to grab the brass ring right now. 
go to the right schools, get the right jobs, own the right cars, vacation at the right spots, have the right clothes, all while maxing our, our credit cards. For too many, consumerism has been the yardstick and our stuff has been the measure of success. We all see where that has gotten us both individually and collectively. So whether today you are wearing Jimmy Choo's or Hush Puppies, when the economy fails, we all suffer. As Dr. Martin Luther King once said, we are all bound by an inescapable mutuality. What happens to one impacts us all. And never has that sentiment been more powerful than now. We are on the cusp of opportunity. Your generation will truly change the world. I know you expect to hear a line like that at commencement, but I believe that it's true. You can decide to live a life greater than accumulation and prosperity. You can choose to live a life of purpose, a life where people matter more than things. It's time to be significant, not just successful. Let me repeat that. It's time to be significant, not just successful. What is the job of your dreams? Where do you think that you can make the greatest contribution to society? Some of you have a pretty clear idea of what you want to do, but it could be that right now that opportunity is not available to you. Others of you feel as though you're walking into a place you cannot see. The direction is not clear, but let me assure you that at 22, I did not have a clear destination in mind. I was born in 1960 to a poor, single teenage mother, and statistically, my prospects were not great. But my mother and grandmother didn't allow circumstances to limit my choice. In fact, my grandmother frequently said to me, it doesn't matter where you start, it matters where you finish. And in that same spirit, a high school advisor convinced me to go to college, a journalism professor at OU convinced me that I could go to law school, and when I needed them most, I found mentors, role models, friends to take the journey with me. And I learned that it's okay to lean on others, in fact, it's essential, because excellence requires the presence of others. This is as true today as it was when I was a young, aspiring lawyer. It was not always smooth sailing, however. When I received my law degree from Ohio State, I faced a mountain of student loans. I know that many of you understand the panic of feeling like, can you pay them off? I'm here to tell you it took me 12 years, but I did it. And I may have been able to do it sooner had I made different career choices. But I knew that I would be happiest in public service. I wanted to work with young people, people like the kids I grew up with, people for whom choices were challenges and consequences were often negative. I decided a long time ago that I didn't want to just accumulate wealth. I wanted to make a difference. I wanted it to matter that I was in this space on this earth. And that passion led me to the Ohio Department of Youth Services, to seeking a job as a judge, and then having the courage to leave that position as a judge and go create the Center for Child and Family Advocacy, which is about pulling kids before they're thrown into the river. See, the parable says that you can keep pulling kids out of the river downstream, or you can go upstream and see who's throwing them in and stop it. And so I had the courage when I saw that the judicial system...
I had the courage when I saw that the judicial system was just chewing up children between foster care and court hearings to decide to go upstream and create a center that would protect kids who had been hurt and keep them from ending up in that quagmire. And so I share this with you to say this. We don't always know the destination. We can't know and often can't control the circumstances around us. But if we have a strong sense of who we are and who we want to be, if we have honed our skills and kept our eye on our moral compass, the opportunities will be there. So my wish for you this afternoon is that all of you have the opportunity to find your voice. Know that vocation comes from the Latin word for calling, which comes from the word for voice. And therein lies the truth of what your career should be. It should be something that calls to you, something that you have passion for, something that gives a voice to who you are and what you want to say to the world. If you can't find that perfect job, seek one that starts you along the path. Consider graduate school or further education. Look into the AmeriCorps or the Peace Corps. Find an internship with a nonprofit, public service, or in the private sector. These kinds of opportunities will help you define your direction and find your voice. Let your interests be your guide. Listen to your feelings about work. Find something that energizes you and brings out your best. Seek to be significant, and I promise you success will follow. Your alma mater. <laughs> Thank you. Your alma mater expects you to use your education for the greater good of your community. Beyond your career, I implore you to volunteer for issues and causes that stir you, lend your expertise to organizations and individuals in need. Because some of your most rewarding experiences, as have been mine, will come when you volunteer to raise your hand, walk in and offer your time, sign up and step up, and you will be glad you did. And so as I end slowly, <laughs> I have a few more pieces of advice, as is expected of your commencement speaker. The first you may not be so happy to hear because I offer it as a parent. It's the same advice that my husband and I gave our daughters at commencement. You got six months. After six months, you need to be out of our house. <laughs> Life is all about teachable moments, and this is the moment when you learn about growing up, independence, and personal responsibility. We will take down your posters and trophies and turn your room into our home office. <laughs> it is time for a new chapter for ourselves with one less person in the house. I also ask all of you to be good family members. Today, families come in many shapes and sizes. In all cases, I urge you to respect one another, listen to one another, support one another, have high expectations of one another. And in the words of that great philosopher, Beyonce, if you like it, put a ring on it. We've had enough of the hooking up generation. <laughs> Strong families are the foundation of a civil society. Graduates, I know that you are bright and have much to say to the world, but please hear this advice. We don't all need to hear everything forever. You do not yet know who you are going to be. 
So I implore you to live your life more on paper and less in the blogosphere. What seemed a brilliant thought when you were 22 will likely change and evolve over your lifetime. I encourage you to keep a journal. Whether it is potential employers and as, and as somebody with a new son-in-law, I promise you your future in-laws will Google you. That, your, that YouTube video that was hilarious when you were 19 and that rant that you wrote after listening to cable news will inhabit your life like Marley's ghost. Please live more of your life offline. Understand... <laughs> Understand that it is the people around you who will help you on life's journey. Your family and friends will be there. I advise you to surround yourself with strong, capable people who care about you and your community. Here at the university, advisors and counselors have been easily available to you. Out there in the world of work, you will need to build your own network of support. Watching Oprah and Dr. Phil won't get you through the inevitable bumps of life. <laughs> you need a team around you of winners. Build a team of confidence who you trust and admire. Look around among your peers and identify a few people whose opinions you value. Include some whose life experiences and views are different than yours, who think you are wrong and they are right much of the time. Their challenges will help you grow and among them lifelong friendships will blossom. Going forward, Remember that change is the consequence of choices. Understand, and I ask you to hold yourself and others accountable for choices and their consequences. If you don't like the way things are, then make different, better choices. And as chair of your Ohio State University Alumni Association Board of Directors, I urge you to stay close to this remarkable institution. It will continue to be a source of education, enlightenment, and great joy throughout your life. My final piece of advice is this. On life's journey, don't forget to enjoy the ride. There have been times in my life when I've been so focused on the goal that I failed to appreciate the present. As Gandhi advised, take care of this moment. Don't lose your sense of humor. That is a lesson for all of us, not just the graduates. When the news is grim and the headlines reach into the lives of family and friends, it is easy to get discouraged. I urge you to find joy in each day. I remember my mother saying, make your own fun, and we did. And like so much advice from our parents, it's even more important today. Make your own fun. Take responsibility for your happiness. Bring joy to others and do good in this world. Find passion and you will find joy. Your university is looking forward to your good works and to you shining in an even greater life on this wonderful institution. Godspeed and congratulations. Graduates, this is truly a glorious day in the life of the university and a significant milestone in your life. You have worked tirelessly for years with this day in mind. You have accomplished your goal and you are graduating into a world that is without question uncertain and indeed challenging. And yet, 
you graduate not a moment too soon. We need you. The world needs you. Now, I would say more than ever. We need your knowledge and skills, your innovation and ideas, your energy, your enthusiasm, and your ethics. We need your help to recalibrate the world's path, revitalize our spirits, reimagine a shared future, reinvent a new direction, and finally to lead all of us to an ever brighter future. None of that will be easy, of course. Navigating these difficult times will be tricky, to be sure, but I have seen what you can do, and I believe in you fully and completely. On your journey to this day, you have chartered your own course and mastered many things that seemed at first terribly daunting. Do you remember that first quarter at Ohio State? Finding anything was tricky, to say the least. Those two-letter building codes for your class locations were a mystery. CC is the central classroom building, not to be confused with the Celeste Chemistry Lab, which is CE. No wonder you were late for class during your first uh, term. But you persevered. You learned the bus routes, the shortcuts, and the secrets to finding a good place to park. Well, um, actually, any place to park. Somewhere along the way to this big, to this, to this day and to this very big place, it became your neighborhood. Indeed, this community, this state, and the world became your neighborhood. Today's uh, graduates have immersed themselves in the lives of those around them. In record numbers, they have volunteered in elementary schools, at food banks, and in community centers from Newark and Chillicothe to the neighborhoods that surround our campus. They've spent their spring breaks building homes in Slidell, Louisiana. They've spent their summers mentoring at-risk youth in Columbus and throughout the country. And many of today's graduates have already been around the globe and back again. They've come to know the fullness of the world, and in turn, they have improved others' lives. Ben Ben Van Buskirk, who graduates today with an MBA from the Fisher College of Business, worked with women weavers in rural Bolivia as part of an emerging markets course. Before Ben's visit and ongoing assistance, the women there earned less than a dollar a day for their work. Now they have quadrupled their income. Now they can afford schooling for their children, raising hope and prospects for the next generation of people in that community. Even as our students reach around the world, the world also sends us its best and brightest young people. One of those international students, Alexandra Obreskova, graduates today with bachelor's degree in computer and informational science. Alexandra is from Latvia and has been a stellar member of the Ohio State women's fencing team. Several other student athletes are graduating today as well. Here are a couple of names you might know, Brian Robiski and James Laurinaitis. A year ago, A year ago, both of these remarkable, remarkable young men had very enticing possibilities in the National Football League, yet they chose to leave Ohio State early. Instead, they chose to stay. They chose to be part of our campus life. They chose to be Buckeyes, and they chose to earn their degree. That, my friends... That, my friends, is the power of Ohio State. Congratulations today to James, who earns a degree in communications, and to Brian, who earns a marketing degree, cum laude. Many other graduates have been in the national spotlight as well. Christine Zagrebic uh, carries away two bachelor's degrees this afternoon, one in engineering physics and the other in Spanish. 
She has studied abroad, worked in the community, conducted scientific research, and published her results. Among her many honors is, is the nation's most prestigious award for undergraduates in the sciences, the Barry M. Goldwater Scholarship. Of course, not all academic paths are quite so linear. Tom Kennedy first enrolled at Ohio State in 1969. The same year Neil Armstrong took his first small step and the Dow Jones average stood at 800. I hope it doesn't go there again, Tom, by the way. Uh, today, 40 years later, after a couple of false starts, a family, a career in information technology, and two sons gradu graduating from the university, Tom now earns his bachelor's degree in history. Congratulations to you, Tom. And finally, I want to mention a couple of students who have a connection with my own office. Shay McConaughey from Van Wert, Ohio, graduates today with a bachelor's degree in psychology. During the past three years, Shay has served as a student assistant in the office of the president. No doubt, her academic training was useful in both filling irate phone calls and in dealing with me every day. And in my office last Tuesday, St. Patrick's Day, I had a great surprise. Trisha Fairman barged into my office unannounced and, and played Irish fiddle tunes. Her visit and her talents made my day, I can tell you that. Trisha graduates today with a bachelor's degree in music education. Ohio State, this great place, this marvelous place, has taken all of us to many, many different places, on study tours and service projects, on film and online, in the words of a professor, in the company of friends. Ohio State has challenged you to think about big issues and even bigger solutions. Graduates, today you begin a new phase of your journey. So I do not wish you farewell, but I wish that you will fare well. I therefore send you forth, as has our graduation speaker, with a few words of advice. First, live every day as the person you want to be. Remember that risking nothing is the same as risking everything. Remember to call home. Play nice. In the real world, you cannot vote people off the island. Stand behind your opinions and stand up for others who think differently. Respect the old, but embrace the new. Log off Facebook and open up a real book. I'll give myself the same advice. Thank you very much. Dream big if you cannot dream it, you will not achieve it. Never, never let a bigoted remark stand. No matter how enthusiastic you are, never print your resume in scarlet and gray. <laughs> Pay it forward. Turn random acts of kindness into deliberate lives of generosity. Do not lose your great commitment to helping others without volunteers. Remember this, communities are hollow. Never forget that Starbucks is not a food group. Understand why the video on YouTube is free. Dance when you can and laugh every day. Do what you love. Say thank you and always, always remember your alma mater. We will never forget you. So ladies and gentlemen, I thank you for giving me the honor to again be part of this remarkable university. There is nowhere on earth I would rather be than in this great state of Ohio at this very time and at this great university. So I offer you my personal congratulations, my admiration and affection, my respect, my love, and my very best wishes. And I wish that you will all be speeded along on your remarkable journey.